0: I suspect we'll be live any moment. There we are. Things are happening in the world. So welcome everybody to Dojo U Live. Just a few housekeeping things that I need to do is uh, get this post going. Uh, I think this post is looking live now welcome to everybody the room oh there's our facebook chat a few people joining saying hi welcome how are you everything's happening how's it going out there today carl it's going well it's going very well you know uh, i'm glad to hear it um you know you were asking me a question the other day which um was very interesting you you asked me andrew what is dojo U live you remember that remember you asked me that Well, and and I couldn't give you a straight answer at the time, but I thought about it a little bit. And here's what I've come up with. Starting at the beginning, you know, we have a lot of members here at Dojo University, uh, the world's first online piping school, complete soup to nuts from zero to hero online piping school. We've got a lot of features here, like complete courses about every topic of bagpipe mastery you can dream of. (laughs) That was an organic uh, script. That was some organic script writing right there. Uh, 10 or more live classes per week. This week we had 15 live classes. Kind of interesting. Uh, We have a private Facebook group where you can interact with many of the world's best pipers. And it kind of goes beyond just our basic staff at Dojo U. There's a lot of guest famous pipers on there helping out our members. Out of the goodness of their hearts that was a little ad lib that wasn't i didn't stick to the script exactly i feel like it's a lot more organic that way uh we have a daily dose program which is basically just a silly way of saying uh it's a single exercise that you do every day for feedback Uh, you can submit that exercise for feedback if you live in the usa there's discounts on products we now have a new belt system hierarchy thing so you can achieve achieve Specific bagpipe achievements and earn points towards becoming a dojo university black belt. Super exciting. So on and so forth. Carl, you look only mildly amused.
1: I'm I'm highly amused. You, have, you it's, a, it's a really great ad-lib intro. Have
0: uh-huh. you been having French cheese with too many sulfites or something?
1: Oh, no. They don't put sulfites in cheese here. No way. It's only in your processed American burger cheese.
0: Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe you need more sulfites.
1: More, more sulfites. Now we get it in the line, so I think we're okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, Carl, as people develop their bagpiping skills each and every day, we did come across a problem. You know, the amazingness of our offering here at Dojo University. There was one glaring problem. You wanna know what that was? It's too much. It's too much. How do you know how good you're getting at the bagpipes, how do you know how good you are? Like, did you just get like way better, or did you get way, way, way better at bagpipes this week, or did you get worse? Well, you know, uh, you need we sort of need a way to measure that. So what we started doing is we started numerically evaluating performances, um, and we started asking people to send in a performance of you know a tune or something that we're working on that week to be numerically evaluated, and then we said, why don't we turn this into a live spectacle? It's kind of like Dojo University Idol here every week. Carl is kind of like Simon, and I'm like that nice judge. Who is that nice judge? I don't remember. Uh, but that's me. That's basically me. I well, um,
1: co- compared to Simon uh, Cowell or whatever his name is. Yeah, that's basically you. Um, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> so anyway, uh, each week we issue a little mission to the members at Dojo U, and a mission looks kind of like this. This week, it's learn the first two parts of Brown-Haired Maid. Not to be confused with Brown-Haired Maiden, the 2-4 March. This is actually a a reel. Uh, And we're going to focus especially on great ALAP, ASAP skills. We'll talk about that maybe a little as the show goes on. Great tonal quality. Uh, And then before today at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time, we ask people to record the first two parts on full bagpipes and submit the recording for feedback. And that's what we're going to be evaluating this week. Uh, We evaluate stuff like quality of scale navigation, like are there a whole bunch of crossing noises in there or is is the playing nice and clean and tidy? Basic rhythm, quality of grace notes and other execution. And we also talk about, you know, the quality of uh, the bagpipe. How steadily is the person blowing? Uh, is the person playing um, extremely steadily? Are their pipes well-tuned? Okay, um, and we'll, they'll be evaluated on all those factors. And then... Out comes a little numeric score, and they can compare that to how they did last week or maybe a couple of weeks ago. And hopefully uh, be able to actually see some of that improvement going on. Indeed. Ken says Carl is stingy with the points. You know, I try to teach him to be nice, but he just won't listen. So that is, So, without further ado, the other thing that I will say is uh, we have a 9 a.m. deadline today gotta be a little shorter than previous weeks so if we don't get to your recording we're gonna do it do we did you tell me i'm gonna finish them tomorrow morning yeah carl yep so i will finish them tomorrow morning for those who we didn't get to uh there's a dirty little secret about how we uh pick the recordings uh we go in order they were submitted so the earlier you submit the better with that said if you submit on Tuesday, you're disqualified because Wednesday is recording day, right? Why is, why is Tuesday too soon? It's because we want to give ourselves enough time to kind of work on all the parts and stuff. You shouldn't be submitting the tune before we even review the parts at Dojo U. That would be probably not good. So uh, Carl, you got something loaded up for me? Who's up first today? Yeah. You are this week. And you've
1: got Sven.
0: I'm up first this week. Okay, let me get my uh, scoring rubric uh, loaded up. And then it really helps to zoom out a little bit on these, huh? Uh, Solid. Okay, I am ready with Sven. All right, here comes Sven.
1: Nice job. Nice job there. That's really good. So, oh, there's more clicking. Anyway. Um, so, uh, Sven, nice job there. Just a couple of little things that will help improve this for uh, parts three and four. First, work uh, a little bit on your doublings here, especially these C doublings. There's a lot of C doublings that are coming through with little sync errors, meaning the G and the D grace note aren't, uh, are actually overlapping a little bit sometimes, um, or the G grace note's not always in the exact right spot. Sometimes you're hearing a tiny little B, for example, in the first, um, in the second bar here, you hear a tiny little B before you get to C, and then the D grace note. So, working to open up those doublings a little bit, hearing the two distinct steps, sorry, two distinct steps, the G grace note to C, followed by the D grace note on C, making sure those are equally spaced will really help to improve that. Now the C doublings were were all kind of a little mushy here so uh, working on all the C doublings will help but also generally all of the doublings um, can be a tiny bit more open. Uh, Some of them were quite good, Um, half doublings I thought were pretty good there but um, there's one area that will help to improve a bit. I thought that was quite good tuning pretty good um, so I wonder about the drones being a little on the muted side uh, Sven do you have like uh, drone enhancers or tone enhancers or valves in those drones I wonder um, you might be limiting a bit your tonal potential with those mm-hmm. if you have those in so and um, might be something to explore uh, to move forward is taking those out and see if you can still keep them nice and steady, get your pipes really locked in there, and uh, you might find a, a pleasant harmonic improvement there. So something to consider as
0: well. Uh, he says, just yeah. enhancers. So one of the things is, right, I hear people say all the time, what do you mean tone enhancers kill the tone? That doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, That's a little harsh. They don't kill the tone, right? But what do you mean they dampen the tone? Like, what are you talking about? I don't think you're right. But Carl just called that out of thin air, right? You had it right. Therefore, there's at least some truth to this, right? And and you really can. And uh, you know, we really recommend that you think carefully before you... Uh, add tone enhancers to your pipes because it, it gives you a little bit of short-term gain right like it helps you cut off your pipes more easily and it makes the drones maybe a, a little bit more steady for the unsteady blower and then you can maybe get them a little closer in tune in as, as a result in the short run but like the best thing you can do in in the short run is practice your tuning and the steadiness of your blowing without them because in the long run, we want that added tone, that added tonal quality. So, so I don't think you have to rip all the tone enhancers out today, but put it on your agenda because it, it will make your pipe sound better. And, and it's not really proof, it's not really proof, but it's pretty strong evidence when we can tell you have tone enhancers in across the internet right? That's, that's a good indication that we're telling the truth about this. And you, you can indeed tell a little bit. So um,
1: And experiment with taking one out and seeing how that goes, right? Um, that, that you can start that way. Eventually, you'll want them all out so that they're nice and equal, but
2: there you
0: go.
1: All right, Andrew, walk us through the score.
0: All right. So um, I had to go back and tweak it because it did, it did feel a little low. I feel like this was a really good performance, That should maybe be in the, at least in the low 70s. So 67, maybe a little low, but uh, scale navigation's really good. We did have some sloppiness in the playing, but it was mostly in the grace note quality. We had some grace note synchronization errors that were causing a little bit of sloppiness here and there. So a grace note synchronization error is when the grace note happens at a different moment than the note change. So, so he would change from B to C, right? Uh, But you're changing from B to C at a slightly different moment than the grace note is firing. Right? Uh... And We had a little bit of that going on and, and it can be, it can be easy to mistake that for a crossing noise, but it's really just a little bit of a synchronization problem with, uh, the grace note and the, uh, scale navigation. So, so unfortunately, we kind of lost some good potential points there because the, and the grace notes weren't that great or as good as they could be. And that also affects the quality of your embellishments, right? Cause there's grace notes inside the embellishments. Uh, but the rhythmic accuracy was really good. It was not perfect to the click every time, but, uh, but you could really tap your foot to what you were doing, Sven. So good job. Uh, tonal quality excellent. Uh, there was some like sagging and potential underblowing maybe on some of the high hand notes. and it's, it's definitely audible when you get that crow in the high A. Uh, a little tingle in the high A is good, but when it gets into that raspy, crowy sound, that generally means your reed needs a little bit more pressure through it. Uh, and then uh, tuning really good. Really enjoyable. Maybe some sharpness on the app. So let's clean up some of the grace notes and embellishments, but otherwise a good way to start the day. Excellent. Carl, you have a smirk on your face. What did I miss?
1: No. Yeah, not that you didn't miss a thing. Uh, I'm, try, I'm trying not to be stone-faced, remember?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Hey, you know what? I I never, you know, for once I think I'm I'm in the good there on that. You know, I wasn't the one that was criticizing your, your stone face. Whoops. (laughs) No, you weren't. Uh, Yeah. So just a little blurb there. Like just, we just blurbed a little bit on the, on the tone enhancers topic. Right. So, you know, in the short term, they can be very handy, but in the long term, they don't help you learn how to produce a great uh, tonal quality and how to master steady blowing and stuff so in the long run it should be on your agenda yeah uh let's do the next one carl and uh you are in charge of yeah doing the points here comes roger Okay, really nice performance. Right away, right, instantly when he strikes up his bagpipe and it sounds really nicely in tune with that nice tone, uh, that makes you wanna listen to what he has to play. Uh, So that's good. That's a really good thing. It's, It's like almost like you could say the sound of your bagpipe is more important than the quality of your finger work. Listener's here. I mean, it's all, you could almost say that. It's probably not really true, but you can really tell how important it is by that feeling you get when the bagpipe starts up and it sounds really nicely in tune. All right, now, in the finger work, I, I think you did a really great job, um, you know, great composure. You did a really great job mostly hitting the rhythms, and getting clean finger work. And um, I think that's a great starting point for this tune. Needless to say, you would never play at that tempo in front of an audience of 2000 people at Carnegie Hall or something, right? So so we ultimately, we're gonna get this tune faster up to that dancing tempo that's required for a reel. But I think that's a great starting point. It's clean, um, you know, mostly accurate. Now, Carl will, of course, point out a few spots that weren't perfect. So those are the things we want to address. Address them now while the tempo is slow. And once we have it sounding great at a slower controlled tempo, all you have to do is incrementally speed the tune up. Right? As opposed to starting way too fast with a whole bunch of problems, right? It's virtually impossible to slow it down there and try to rebuild control into the tune. So, excellent start. Bagpipe sounds really nice. Carl, I'm ready for your comments. Are you done?
1: I am almost done here. I, I
0: kind of feel like the first one, it is hard to get warmed up from a scoring point of view. Yeah, it is. You have to go through all the categories for the tune. and I'm almost done. Uh... He's like He's like figuring out how low he can get the score. <laughs>
1: Not true. That's the type of
0: guy Carl is. How low can you go? You still not done? Um, well, if you're still not done, I will comment. We had a, uh, at least one really big grace note synchronization issue there at, at, towards the beginning. See how we're getting all the way to the C? You can hear a big, clear C before any G grace note happens. What we need is a G grace note perfectly synced. At the exact moment, the B and the C change, right? Yeah, Roger's like, hurry up, Carl, for God's sakes.
1: Amazing. Roger, I'm sorry you had to be the first today. Sorry, Carl. But I definitely feel this is a little slow, a little low for, for how good that was. Wow,
0: you are a stingy Frenchman now, aren't you?
1: Uh, I'm sorry, Roger. That's definitely a little on the low side. Um, well. Walk us through it, Carl. Anyway, here's, and, and you'll have to forgive me for the exact points here, but um, so a couple of small lift drop crossing noises here. They were small, um, but there were a couple sneaking in there. I think that was sort of oriented around some moments that we had where um, where the rhythmic accuracy sort of fell off here. Right? You were doing a good job to try to stay on the beat there but there were too many little examples where you were just going a tiny bit ahead there. So um, for me it's just that, take that extra deep breath and just sit back and play confidently and you should find that you're right on the click of the metronome then. Um, that being said, it still was nice and steady, I was able to tap my foot along um, with just hearing those few notes here or there a little ahead. Um, we heard that big uh, synchronization error to the C doubling that Andrew mentioned there right towards the beginning. It wasn't the only one, but it was certainly the biggest one, and it got better from there. Degrace notes can work to be a little bit smaller. They're a little bit on the large side there. And then same with some of the strikes. They're, at the same time, it's, it's a really good bass, and I think that's really, really important because you are working to get everything nice and clear. So if things are a little on the large side, Personally, I think that's okay for the moment as you're working at that tempo. Just keep it in mind that you'll want to condense those just a little. C-doublings as a whole can be more accurate, both in the steps and the placement of that G-grace note, as we mentioned. Um, yeah, other other than that, tonal and tuning were really nice. Pipes, maybe a tiny little bit thin.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
1: I'm searching for a little harmonic richness there that, I, that I'm not finding. Um, but I thought it was good blowing and drones were nicely in tune. So. Is it like
0: a canister, is it like a synthetic canister bag-ish type setup there, Roger? Yes. Yep. <laughs> there you go. Well,
1: it's good. It's really good there, Roger. So nice job and.
0: It's not really disputed anymore. It's not really disputed anymore in the world. It's kind of like one of these things where the world has made progress in the last 10 years or so. It's not really disputed anymore. Basically, everyone worth their salt will agree that you get a better, richer quality of tone from a hide bag, right? Uh, and then and then less so from a synthetic setup, a setup especially the setups that kind of connect stuff into the drones but it's a it is a trade-off right you get you can get that decreased moisture you can guarantee that the drones don't get wet with moisture control systems but my argument is for beginners and intermediate players it'd be far more important to learn about just how sweet you can make the tone of a bagpipe and deal with occasional moisture on the reeds I think that's that's a way more organic natural way of like learning about the tone of the bagpipe and then later once you get to the point where your drones going slightly out due to some moisture you know if that's going to be the difference between winning the competition and not getting a prize you know maybe in maybe towards the top of grade 1 or in professional grade you know that's the point in the in the learning process you know where you need to start Considering making that trade-off, right? Sacrificing a little bit of the absolute sweetness of the tone uh, to get that dryness in the reeds and stuff, right? So, just a common sense, common sense approach to that.
1: Um, All right, Andrew, we got to try to be efficient today. It's
0: it's hard because there's so much. It's fun
1: to talk about, but you know what? You're up with Roberta next.
0: I just don't. I just don't care anymore. I just do what I want.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, see what, what's funny, of course, is Andrew doesn't realize we have like twenty recordings in total.
0: No, I realize. It's see, I think by the way. I think I do realize it, and there, I realize there's no hope of getting through everybody. So I'm just kind of doing my thing.
1: <laughs> That's respectable. That's commendable. I can
0: do that. I don't need your All comments. Right. I don't need your commendations. Mm. Okay.
1: Here comes Roberta. We're going to do that again. Yeah. And a little kind of tight. Nice job there and um, definitely yeah uh, it's it's well controlled there and enjoyable that egg pipe so that's that's really good from the start now there's a couple of issues that I think are giving you trouble here um, and and they're linked they're definitely linked so one we have moments where you're a little bit I think ahead of the beat there and it's definitely sort of, um, centered right around your C doublings it's interesting some were okay Others were definitely having some synchronization errors. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's. Uh, th- I think those are also the moments you're a little bit ahead. So sem- mentally separating that G grace note, right? A-, a C doubling for everyone out there who's not 100% on board with us. A C doubling is made up of two steps, right? A G grace note to C, that's the first step. And a D grace note on C. If we can manage to separate mentally that first step, the G grace note to C, that will usually solve almost all synchronization errors. Because most of us can play a G grace note from any no- well from any note below F uh, to C right on the beat. That's usually pretty easy for most people. Um, so if we can mentally separate that first step. Then that usually cleans up any trouble with the C doubling. Um, so, Roberto, watch out for that in this tune. That was definitely one of the weak points here um, in that performance, causing you know a little trouble with the rhythmic accuracy and a little you know grace note embellishment issue there with the synchronization. So, yeah. Um, other than that, nice groove there. You know, good tempo, nice playing, and um, I didn't hear any...
0: and I mean yeah. th- that was fast, right? That was that was very close to full full tempo real. So to play so well at that high of an intensity uh, is extremely good. Like like, let's yeah. not discount that. It's almost like the tempo modif- There should be a tempo modifier to your score, almost maybe, but not I really.
1: Wonder. Maybe we need
0: to do that in. But but not really, but maybe, but no. But maybe you could, you know. Uh, kudos in regards to uh, uh, attempting this tempo. Yeah. Okay, I'm done with my score. Succeeding at that tempo. Uh, would you rather have a, would you rather have an eighty at half tempo or a seventy-four at full tempo? That's the question. The answer is it depends. Uh, okay, so here comes my critique. Nice job, especially given the high tempo. Really good, slight catches, scale navigation, slight moments of aheadness in the rhythm, right? So so now that you've played it at that tempo, back it down a notch and and fix a couple of these issues. And then, and then turn it right back up again. Uh, but address some of these, like the moments of aheadness probably caused more by not enough time to think than actual fundamental problems, right? Uh, s- same goes for the grace note quality and embellishment quality. We had some synchronization stuff that Carl talked about, some issues in, this, in the C doubling that were recurring. Dot cut quality and consistency was great It was a little bit on the open side, but that can be really tasty in a reel. It just took you a long time to settle in to, and by a long time, I mean, it took you several bars to really start to get that consistency. It started off kind of round and not really great to the beat. Tonal quality, excellent, minor blowing issues as usual. Tuning really great, F was sharp. Excellent. Yes, Andrew, I just said tasty. So what? (laughs) tasty that is
1: tasty I agree all right Andrew are we ready for the next one
0: yeah you're
1: doing it yeah I'm up on this one here comes Ephraim
0: Good. So I think we kind of lost the metronome at a certain point, uh, but it's hard to tell because we couldn't really hear it in the recording. But uh, that was really great playing. And Ephraim, certainly like you're improving rapidly here, which is great. Yeah. Um, the, like I think last week, I can't exactly recall, but probably a lot of crush doublings and stuff going on. So there was a lot more control and clarity in the finger work this week and so hats off to you i don't know i don't see you in the live chat or in the facebook feed but hats off to you really good job there i think we lost the beat i'm not quite sure exactly where but there was a spot where i could no longer really tap my foot uh, steadily and feel that groove so just just pay attention to that it was it was definitely not out of control or anything i think we just lost uh lost track of it. Scale navigation seemed good. The bagpipe was really good. The high G was wicked sharp. Uh high G was wicked sharp, but other than that like the chanter was you know pretty well in tune with the drones and the drones were pretty darn well in tune with each other. So we get that nice quality of bagpipe and then uh excellent composure in the playing. So that you know you are on a trajectory for success right now. So keep going with with all of that. I suspect we'll see that reflected in his score. What do you think, Carl? Absolutely. I think it was a, a really, really strong improvement.
1: Definite improvement in, in things like an embellishment uh, as a whole, certainly
0: over last week. Let me see your score. <laughs> you were just giving me crap for how slow I was. I wasn't giving you crap at all. It was you giving me crap. <laughs> That's probably true, actually. I have selective memory. Are we close or not close? Do you need me to babble? Cause I can babble.
1: i good.
0: Oh, you're good. All right. Okay. If I could just
1: spell a little bit, it'll work. All right. Here we go.
0: Ephraim. That's Roberta. Let's love Roberta out there. He's copying and pasting it. Happening any moment now. Any moment now, Carl. It's happening. All right. Here there we it go. is. Whew. Here we go. By the way, can yeah. I just uh, interject and say, I don't know how I feel about the abbreviation B-H-M. Like they're abbreviating the name of the tune, right? Brown-haired maid. People are calling yeah. it BHM. I I don't know how I feel about that. It kind of sounds like gross. Can't help you there. Like, like, <laughs> like.
1: I saw that on one of the recordings and thought it was a great idea to type faster. So
0: anyway, uh, to me, it just reminds so, me of uh, just reminds me of uh, bowel movement, but with an H in between.
1: I'm going to leave that one alone. Ephraim, <laughs> nice job here. A couple of small missed grace notes here and there. You know, there was just a, a few moments there, but I thought this was a, a really, really stellar performance and, and quite solid. Uh, and a big improvement for you. So great job there. Um, definitely early in the second part to the low A doubling. Why, I'm not really sure, right? You, you were playing the rest really well, but uh, to that low A doubling, de- and like really, really early to that. <laughs> Take your time there. Be relaxed. Play the G-grace note right on the, uh, on the offbeat there, and, and no stress there. Um, and it was also interesting, so the size of your other doublings were generally open, nice control, but that A doubling, really, 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 really small. So we can definitely work to, to fix that. Yeah, <laughs> Andrew does not agree and that's probably fine. Um, tuning, I thought your top hand was
0: flat, but… Uh, the high A was very flat. flat. The high A was very flat, but the high G was very sharp. That's what made it sound like really kind of abrasive. Was sharp also. Pre- was pretty smart. sure like let's we can listen back and confirm. No, you're right. F was F was flat. So so high G high G definitely sharp there though. Um so maybe it just needs a little a little bit of tape or you know, there might be a bigger issue at play or something. Yeah.
1: It could, Andrew, I wonder. It could also just be a little underblowing. I thought generally tonal quality was good there, nicely blown. Could be. But if, if we're under pressure on that reed, we could get that sharp high G sound.
0: Or it could have just been overblown right at the beginning or who knows, right? So, yeah. so who knows? Anyway,
1: so a little work to be done there, Ephraim, but um, – I thought the, the sound of the tune, the flow, was good, so dot Kai kind of consistency was good in this, uh, in this tune, and embellishments were, were moving along well. Good improvement. So nice job there, Ephraim. Who's next? Up good work. All right. So, Andrew, you are up next, and let's see. You have, you have, you have, uh, 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 after Ephraim comes, Beth.
0: Ooh, my favorite. BHM. So now he's using the abbreviation. Yeah, oh yeah. Because <laughs> we send our kids to daycare, so they document uh, every. Let's just say they document everything that happens throughout the day. So, so the the abbreviation you know, that BM signifies, right? I'm very, let's just say I'm very up close and personal with that (laughs) abbreviation. All right.
1: Here comes Beth. I just want to remind you of your frustration about a month or two ago, not being able to get your drones locked in. We
0: Compare wait.
1: That to what we just listened to.
0: We we we. I can't it's do so it. You guys are jerks. What do you mean? Sorry. Beth, I mean, just the drones are locked. Like, pfft. I know. I think that's the
1: best I've heard. You get those locked in. They're really, really good. It's mm-hmm. just no question. Yes. No question about it. So. Agree. Um, nice job there. Now, this seems to be a recurring problem for a lot of people today, just the C doublings on the way up the scale. Um, there We're getting lots of grace note sync errors here. So, uh, Beth and, and everyone else here, this is a challenging bit, right? Getting that short B in there with a the G grace note C. I don't know. It's challenging, it, or it isn't. It, we sort of have to, like, I don't know. It's one of those things where... Our fingers can get wrapped up in it if we're not paying attention. I think that's really what it is. But at the end of the day, if you if you pay attention there and just play the G-grace note to C, it should be easy. Should should be easy um, to correct. But yeah, we're getting lots of little um, grace note synchronization errors in that little spot there from A with a sharp B to the C doubling. So get that G-grace note to C worked out. And other than that, there were a few small crossing noises, but uh, that was a really strong performance, Beth. You're making great, great improvement week to week. Yeah, it's so cool. I I don't think it's a coincidence, but uh, it's paying off for you, Beth. Great, great job there. Yeah. Man, drones so locked in. Just (laughs) so good. It's neat.
0: (coughs) All right. I mean, take it easy, Carl. I mean, you know,
1: that it was it's incredible.
0: I mean, give her something to give her something to work for for next week. No, uh, yeah, great job, Beth. Great job. Quality of the pipe, very good. Um, oh yeah, quite a few little catches in the scale navigation. I'd really like. I mean, I'd really like to hear it a little bit cleaner overall. Uh. Early to quite a few beats, as Beth was mentioning. Lots of grace note synchronization errors. And the second part, this is a classic one because it's really tempting to say this is a crossing noise. It's kind of hard to do it at full speed, but, but what's happening is you're still on low A when you play the first grace note of the C doubling. And it's tempting to call that a crossing noise because it sounds like one, but it's a grace note synchronization error. You're still on low A when you play the first step of the doubling for a split second. So we get that extra low sound. Uh, It sounds like a crossing noise.
1: Sort of both. If you hear the low G sound, would it not sort of be a combination of a grace? No, th- no,
0: it's a. I'm sorry. If I said low G, I meant low A sound. You're still on low A, uh, so I don't think so. I don't think so. If we heard low G in between, that would be a crossing noise and a grace note sinker. Synch sinker, yeah. But I think we're hearing low A there. It doesn't really matter. Uh, a lot of the doublings are overlapping. We've talked about this before, Beth, where the the two grace notes, uh, where the two grace notes are kind of coming together and we don't really hear the melody note in between them so they're kind of overlapping so just work on that uh be a a little extra deliberate for you know a few weeks be extra deliberate with your doublings and you'll be surprised how how much better they start to come out uh tonal quality really good audible blowing changes throughout right we need to get we need to try and get that solid quality out of the bagpipe it's just a lot of little movement especially when we're up on the high hand very common. Just keep working on it. And of course, the bagpipe sounded nice. Channer slightly like split hair sharp to the drones. You know, that would be why you didn't get a four, let's say. You know, just nitpicking a little bit. But really nice job. Excellent.
1: All right. We are we're steaming along here, and We're doing pretty well. We've got John up next. And I'm ready if you are.
0: I am. See what the weather looks like. It's, it's interesting, right? Like definitely, uh, definitely, you know, kudos for giving that, that, that higher tempo a shot. I was definitely encouraging some folks to break out of their comfort zone a little bit this week. Um, and, and there were a lot of issues that arose as a result of attempting that higher tempo, right? So a lot of the things that would not normally be unclean, you're just having a little trouble with. The biggest thing is you're, ahead, you're well out ahead of that beat and you're not comfortable and controlled in that groove. So, so we have a little bit of problem. Um, yeah, it's a damn metronome. It must, be a, must be an electricity problem or something in the house. Uh, but yeah, just, just not, able, not able to quite lock it in here in this performance. With that said, uh, one of the things we should mention to anyone listening in is, is there's a one take rule, right? It's, a, it's an honor code thing where you only get one shot at this. So I'm sure if John uh, re-recorded it after that, uh, he, he would have been able to zone that in a little bit better, probably, um, and just kind of just tell himself to relax just a little bit, lay back, hit those beats. It could have been better. But, and you might have even slowed it down. That's right. But that's part of the learning process. And the one take rule, like whatever you get on the first take is what you submit, right? It, it teaches us a lot. Uh, yeah you, you might have even kept it at single time, but just a little bit slower could have made all the difference uh, but we yeah we had grace note sync errors, some crossing noises, some uh, hole coverage issues you also didn 't get the pipes locked in right We have to be able to get the drones better locked in than that. You hear that that steady wavering steady consistent wavering throughout, and we really want to make that disappear um, you know that's, that's one of the key components of getting the pipes in tune. So, so not necessarily like the biggest shining success of your career, John, but I think pretty good nonetheless. Definitely. And I like that it took you out of your comfort zone a little bit because we don't want to get too comfortable, super slow double-timed. We don't want to get painted into that box forever. So, so it's good to venture out. Like, fun, Funksatani Phil. Punxsutawney Phil, coming out to see if uh, winter, the winter of double timed metronoming will be over in two weeks or eight weeks. Carl didn't right. get my joke. Alex didn't get it either.
1: I don't think there's much more that I can add to that, John. Um, Andrew covered pretty much the, the basics there. I mean, there's n- I don't think there's any big fundamental problems. I totally agree with Andrew on that. There's not a big fundamental problem. This just wasn't your best performance. Um, you know, it, we, we suffered from, uh, as we said, the syn- synchronization errors. And I think it's all sort of tied together with pushing that tempo a little bit, and that's fine, right? Now, to, to succeed on this, uh, at this tempo, you'll want to focus a little bit more on really syncing up your G-grace notes um, with the metronome, right? If we do that, that'll help to improve the timing and the scale navigation because getting those grace notes sync errors, you're a little off the beat, you feel like you're behind. Honestly, if you can master that, get that G-grace note really synced with the metronome and get on time here, every other score the exception of maybe the tunnel and tuning, but maybe not, uh, will improve from that. So, um, yeah, John says he'd been playing for a little while, uh, and so drones were unstable, very, very wet. That's um, sometimes, unfortunately, also the reality of a performance. Sometimes it just rains on you. So, anyway. Um, it's good, though. It's okay yeah. overall. It's good. Yep. Yeah. And it's improvement. You know, even if it doesn't show it in in the score this week, um, you're pushing the envelope and you're only gonna get rewards from doing that. And and, uh, yeah, so keep up the good work there, John. And and thank you for that. Sweetness, am I up next? You are, and you have, uh, 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 you have, you've got Andra up next.
0: Oh, Andra, my second favorite. Andrew, uh, you don't
1: have favorites. Come on, you're not allowed to say that.
0: Oh, um, okay, yeah, uh, Andrew, I, I love like her. Which kid is your favorite? Which of your kids is your favorite? Uh, James, for sure. <laughs> oh. It's just because you know what it is. He doesn't talk back yet. He doesn't have he doesn't have lip attitude yet. So. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, just kidding, so cool. everyone. Now, is attitude a learned skill? Oh, there's no doubt. With with parents like they have, I mean, we're in we're in for a long like uh. long eighteen years. And Then after eighteen, they're at, they're out. You're out of here. All right,
1: Are I'm ready. Sandra, yeah, here we go. <laughs>
0: So I, had ah, scream, I had to scream out in horror there at the end, only because it was unexpected. It was very like it was a great, it was a great ending for this time of year, Halloween time of year. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a
2: couple
1: of small catches. I, I heard a, a one a little bit earlier. I think maybe in the ending of the first part there, Andrea as well. Just a small little catch there, um, and then definitely. The same issue here: the grace note sync errors in the C doublings. Um, you know that's that's the moment of control in this tune, and that's I guess one of the hard parts there uh, is really getting those 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 C doublings consistent with the G grace note clean. Um, and, and so yeah, little suffer suffered a little bit in that. Um, let's see what else did I hear. Maybe, maybe starting a little on the late side. It's not often we hear lateness, and I, I do think it corrected itself in the second part. I thought the second part was really zoned into the beat, but maybe a little behind in that first first part, just a little wow, a little behind the beat. Um, yeah, you had a hard time here in the metronome. There you go. That's, uh, that'll do it. But I mean, you're certainly not far off, and, and we're not talking about like a big fundamental problem here. You're still nice and steady. I thought ASAP, lap was consistent there. I thought it had a nice groove to it. So, um, you know, that's all really good. Just to, you know, we'll see what Andrew's score is here, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the scale
0: navigation is going to go down a little. I, I was actually, um, I was actually pretty nice. I was actually nicer than maybe I should have been on that.
1: Well, That's okay. Um, anyway, scale nav, and uh, embellishment quality might suffer a little bit here.
0: Is it bad that this is my second straight score where the person got exactly a 60? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) There you go. 60
1: through. So Andrew, talk us through it.
0: Hang on, I didn't copy and paste it quite right. There we go so um yeah so the crossing noises at the end were major but i have a feeling like i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt because it's just way at the end and you're trying to figure out like how to stop the right way and there's a lot of stuff going on in your mind so i i didn't punish you as much as i should have for that uh rhythmic accuracy coming along like i'm tapping my foot i'm feeling a little something i'm feeling a little tingling in my toes there's a groove starting to happen, so that's good. Just need to be more precise, more consistently there. Single grace note quality, synchronization errors, some grace notes that are too big. Embellishments are sort of tied into that, especially in this tune, but uh, coming along nicely. I like the dot cuts. We just need more consistency. We need to watch out for those spots where the dots and the cuts aren't, you know, where we're not showing the contrast the right way, or maybe we're rushing the beat because we're not giving the dot a note enough. So, get more consistency. Tuning, pretty good. Drones not locked in. Maybe like a calibration issue happening. Uh, and then lots of audible surges in the tonal quality. So, you could really, you know, by smoothing that out and just com- completing the process of locking in those drones, you're definitely close to a great sound, but you're just not quite there yet. So. If you have a hard time hearing your metronome, right? Turn up the volume so you can hear it. Play that thing loud and proud. If You can't turn up the volume so you can hear it. Uh, get a louder speaker. Well, you know?
1: Amazon Alexa works. You Compare your phone with
0: that and you got one of those. But, uh, it was the loudest it would go. So that's, you know, time time for a new speaker.
1: <laughs> a little amp or something like that
0: get some voltage in that thing you know
1: google home yeah try that that should work the google home should also work you can pair your phone and crank the volume all right we are on to sue next i'm doing sue here so
0: i would humbly suggest this might have to be the last one of the day today i think so uh because you get
1: your work cut out for you tomorrow there's still like 10 to go so
0: all right, so we're having another session tomorrow 7:30 a.m. with Uncle Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Things are happening.
1: All right, here we go. Sit.
0: How much longer does this metronome go on. Okay. Ooh. Oh, so Sue, really, really good job. Especially because like you don't even have your bass drone open yet. You, like you're not like you're not at that phase of playing yet, but you're playing that well and with that much instrument control and tuning quality and stability. It's like really, really good. Whatever your secret sauce is, like, I don't know if you're taking extra fish oil. With lunch or something, but whatever you're doing, it's working. Um, so really, really nice job. All of the fundamentals are in great shape, and you i can, you know, they might not be perfect, but you're cognizant of all of the things you need to be cognizant of, and you're you're chipping away at the block gradually, and uh, it's really, really good. Now, <clears throat> we heard a, a quite a few squeaks in there, uh, or like over or like overloading of the chanter reed. What does that mean, right? It means you're just one or 2% too high on the overall general pressure of your pipes, right? You're just a little bit above the sweet spot. Notice, by the way, that none of those squeaks were like overly catastrophic, right? So we don't need to make any major changes. And I would much rather have one or two minor distortions of my chanter than having a bunch of chokes. Why would that be? Well, it's because those little distortions are are a result of plenty of air going to that chanter reed. And that's what we ultimately want. We need to find that sweet spot, that sweet pressure where we get the maximum amount of air going through the reed to maximize the sound potential and harmonics of that reed. Um, But but no unwanted sounds or squeaks or squawks or anything like that. So, Sue, congrats. Uh, Yeah, nice score.
1: Great, great job here, Sue. And I, I think this is this is one of those things where here was a performance where the G grace notes, uh, and and I think I'm right in saying this, Sue, you're thinking about the G grace notes really correctly here, and it's it's clear that that's coming through because we're hearing those G grace notes well synced with the metronome there, and the doublings, uh, they're, I don't know if there were any synchronization
0: errors. I didn't hear anything bad. Like, I mean, I, I wasn't really paying attention. I was playing with my computer kind of, but uh, I didn't hear anything. No, but with
1: maybe one or two small exceptions, I didn't hear any big synchronization errors, meaning the G grace notes from B to C were all clean. Now, some of the doublings were a little inconsistent in size, but that's exactly how we need to approach that, Sue. That's brilliant. Um, you know, really working to dial in uh, that G grace on the beat, no sync errors there. It was, it was really good. Um, drone is well locked in tune there. Channer is pleasant. Um, the first squeak I heard, I think, was probably a whole coverage issue. Um, but then yeah, maybe a little peaky there.:
0: It's just. Yeah, it, I agree with you. just need to back off the pressure one percent, and you're good.
1: Yeah. We're fine to read that's one percent harder. Or maybe two or three, so that you have to push a little bit more and you get stronger. But <laughs> no, I mean that's that's really nice. That's uh, it's a great performance. I think the
0: tone and tuning. I think that score is a bit low. I might have gone higher, yeah, edged it a little higher. You know what I mean? Because it was really good. You know. Yeah. Um. But good, real good. Imagine those scores are a little higher.
1: But uh, yeah, really nice nice performance. Keep up the great work. You're,
0: you're making making progress in leaps and bounds. So that's great. Actually, I would say she's making really solid incremental progress. And that's the name of the game. Yeah. You know, not, not trying to do too much all at once and doing just doing what you can do a little bit extra each week. So good job. That's, that's it for the stream. Usually it would go a half an hour more, but I have an obligation today. So uh, we have to call it in here. So we will be hitting the rest of the recordings in tomorrow morning's class. So just head uh, for the, those members who submitted recordings. Head into that class, or if you can't make it, uh, just check out the archive after class, You'll so you'll be able to see. I'll, I'll critique everybody who's left over. Seven? Oh, he's counting.
1: 10 recordings, 10 solid recordings. I might chip away at uh, some of those. Um, Let's see, do we have Ben or Hart in the internal um, chat here? I see Hart. Um, Hmm? I'm going to do two more recordings if you're here, if you guys have time, so that Andrew, you have a chance of making it through tomorrow. Sound like a plan?
0: Yes, that sounds like a good plan. So I'm going to stop the stream. Thanks for everybody who tuned in. And uh, guys, that's life. You know what I mean? That's life. But uh, it's going to work out. And if we continue to have 20 recordings, uh, you know, we will address this issue in some way to make sure everybody gets critiqued on Thursday as opposed to spilling over as often
2: as possible. So see you later, everybody. Thanks. We'll see you next week.